You're listening to the All Elite Podcast, your favorite AEW fan podcast for in-depth analysis and discussions about the number one growing brand in professional wrestling today, All Elite Wrestling. This podcast is broadcast live on YouTube, Facebook Live, and Twitch on behalf of the No Holds Barred Network. The network is your source for wrestling interviews and podcast content featuring independent wrestling and AEW. Also, make sure to hit that like button and subscribe to the channel. So sit back, relax, and interact in the live chat. Enjoy the show. going on ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the all elite podcast i'm gonna do like Britt baker all elite podcast right here on the no holds barred network your source for all wrestling podcast content and more i am your host as always my name is kyle masters i am your canadian prince i am your self-proclaimed greatest host and i'm always joined by my co-host on the show she is the lady of the light tubes the queen of the indies the heartbreak chick, the EVP of Giggles. Her name is Tiffany. <laughs> Damn, I'm crisp. I like it. Yeah, Chris, see, I, I figured it out. I fucking figured it took, it took like eight years, but I figured it out. The joy of content creating, right? But uh, yeah, oh. you look crisp and clean. No caffeine. Nope. Oh, man. I need some caffeine. Uh, yeah, or AEP. It works with Bert Baker. A E. P, I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, guys, welcome to the Ollie Podcast, where myself and Tiffany talk about everything in that AEW world, whether it's Dark, Elevation, BTE, Dynamite, Rampage. Everything is covered right here in the podcast. Welcome to the All Out Review episode of the Ollie Podcast. We're going to cover after last night's in... I I can't think of the proper adjective to give this show because it was seriously... Right now, as of this moment, the best wrestling show I've ever seen in my entire life. From start to finish. And I know it was because this show was long. This show was like almost five hours long. And by the time it was ended, I thought only an hour went by. Yeah, I went by. Excuse me. I am fighting a cold still. So, like, (laughs) I apologize in advance. But, um, man, this was crazy, right? Like... It was funny. Somebody put a tweet out last night and said that I've never seen my timeline so positive, right? Like, everybody was so happy. I love it. I tweeted out, too. Like, I haven't felt happy about wrestling like this ever. I don't think I've ever felt this happy. I don't think this is different from when I was a kid. This is different. This is a lot different because obviously now that I'm older, I appreciate wrestling a lot more differently than I did as a kid. Yeah, because, you know, I'm an ultimate mark now. Back then, I was just like, oh, cool, the Undertaker. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> I'm Mark. Uh, I, I say it. I don't give a fuck. But anyways, like I have much more appreciation for it now. I've never felt this happy before. Never. This like last night knocked it all apart. And I'm not even just talking about what happened at the end. I'm talking about everything, everything. on the pay-per-view. Oh. Everything. Wait, can I like start with this? Let me let me let me backtrack because like it was a weekend. I need to I swear, like I, I was thinking about this like when he what Kyle came down when we went to G one and you know, like I, I got so deep into the indies and we've had a lot of indies going on. I'm not gonna go into all the deep word of the indie scene, but I do need to bring up the fact that Mox showed up on GCW with our boy G Raver. I love how they got Moxley into the ring that G Raver came out and people were thinking that G Raver was going to come after Matt Cardona and then he comes with the Druids and then they're all dressed up and I was like Mox has to be in one of these and then like they all scatter except one bam paradigm shift and then he reveals himself and then bam paradigm shift on the freaking light tubes and now yes yes i 
tubes, but he is now the GCW champion. This is insane. Oh my God. So we're getting cross over that forbidden door, right, Kyle? That forbidden door that's like crazy. Like, this is wrestling. This is the best time to be a wrestling fan. That and was nuts. I've seen clips of that GOW show or GOW, oh. GCW show. And yeah. like, when he came into the ring and did the paradigm shift in the druid costume, people like yep. didn't like people pop, but they're like, okay, is it Moxley this time? Yeah. Like they were hesitant. And then when he finally took his head off, people just went like lost their epic minds and he yeah. won the belt and then the stare down with Nick Gage. Now that's booked for October. I'm like, oh my God, they're really just like, all right, let's do it. Let's AW and like the crossovers, even just the company itself this week. And like, okay, guys, this is the weekend. Load the cannons, fire each one. They literally fired each one this weekend. And then the fact that, like, Moxley came in with the fact of wearing a GCW hoodie, which is now on sale on the GCW merch site. Um, I need to get one of those. I'm probably going to wait to, like, the New York show. Um, but I need that. But that was so cool because somebody told me that Moxley was the one that actually called Brett and said, give me a GCW hoodie. Really? That he was going to walk in, yep, into AEW wearing You don't see that. that happening in any other company. <laughs> Firm because that I got an exclusive for. So I love that. I love that the AW wrestlers yeah. have the freedom to wear what they want. But look at Jeez. look at Eddie Kingston. The guy comes out with DMX clothing like every single week because he he loves DMX and he, Tony Gunn's like cool man. Do what you gotta do. Get out there and wear it. It's not like oh you can't wear that because you gotta sell the the merch. Wear the merch and sell it. So no, not here crazy like it's it's and then on top of that like i saw brett lauderdale in the crowd of awsa and we saw our boy marcus matter who's been on the fucking network so many times you guys seen him he's a freaking star and like he's just the up-and-coming talent of like you know uh the indies that you never know where you're gonna see him next so it's so cool to actually see that in the arena as well but yeah, I saw that that AJ was complaining that Mox stole his hoodie, but that's not the actual story. <laughs> Ant in the chat. So, My buddy you know, AJ Gray, he, like, he likes to, uh, you know, <laughs> AJ Gray's AJ Gray. <laughs> My buddy Ant in the chat, I want to wear you, Kyle. Well, you can't wear me because that physically is impossible. I know how much you want to wear me, but you can't wear our merch. We got a merch store here on the Noah's Bar Network. New shirt today. Brand new shirt. It's podcasting time, baby. Adam Cole inspired. Now live on the merch store. We have a lot of cool merch on there, guys. So go check out the No Holds Bar Network merch store. Link is in the description below on YouTube. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was great. Even, like, great pre-weekend to All Out. Like you said, the G GCW thing. Um, the Rampage was cool. The fan fest that were going on. I love seeing all the photos of all our friends out there that got to do, like, a bunch of meet and greets. That made me, like miss, that that made me miss when we were at uh, StarCast. For a full year honestly yeah i was getting tagged myself like me and maria were like sad because like our other crew was like we were sure here are you here tiff are you here like messages that i was getting were like no i'm not here this year sorry <laughs> so and, and who did the manscape commercial for us that's him in the chat here yeah. game event gaming um and check him out too uh, twitch.tv slash game event cool stuff there um he did, he did the manscape first commercial he's a but for our merch dude yeah, that'd be fantastic. But I'm not telling you to oh, do boy. it. But if you want to do it, well, you know, me and Kyle are working <laughs> Yo, on something in October, but, yeah. which I told Kyle to talk to you, which we'll talk about um, later. But. Anywho, Rehu. Yes. Uh, great weekend. Great, great weekend. Even leading up to it, like you said, the fan fest and everything, and the event itself. Holy crap! We got. Okay, let's just talk about it. I said it in the beginning of the show. Like honestly, the best wrestling show I've ever seen from start to finish. It flowed well. The every the, it's like they perfectly we've had this kind of gripe with aw pay-per-views before and even like regular dynamites where they they don't really order the shows like they could have ordered the show a dif different like this this match could have been the main event or this match could have been placed here this pay-per-view was structured perfectly literally perfectly from start to finish there was not a match out of place here every match was in like its perfect slot and the pay-per-view flowed very nicely they even put the Paul White match as the cooldown match. I was like, they freaking did it. <laughs> I was scared that was either going to be like second or third match or like middle of the card match. No, no, no. They used this to a proper cooldown match. Bathroom break. Yawn fest. Nothing big happened. Great. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you for that. Everyone needed that because everyone needed a cooldown from the CM Punk match because everyone was hype as all hell. So, um, 
perfect way to do that to get hype for the main event. And look what happened after the main event. We got like the most epic thing in the history. I didn't like everyone was wondering going into this pay-per-view tiff. Okay, who's going to debut? Is it going to be Daniel Bryan or is it going to be Adam Cole? Because Adam Cole, recent rumors. Are they going to do Adam Cole here and Daniel Bryan, Arthur Ashe? Are they going to do uh, Daniel Bryan here and Adam Cole, Arthur Ashe? How are they going to do this? What do they do? They're like, nah, not fam. We'll pull out two revolvers and we're going to shoot both of them in the same night, 10 minutes apart. (laughs) I know. That was that was absolutely crazy. Like, oh, it's like Merry Christmas, guys. Here you go. Here's here. some presents. Take some more. Here, here's another present. You deserve it. Like, like I hope that it doesn't take away from our dynamite this week. Like, do you think that we're gonna feel that? that I think everyone's gonna be tuning more yeah. into dynamite now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Somebody, like with dynamite. So and but these signings were. were- Fucking amazing. Like, these are the best signs they could have ever done. Yeah. These are insane. The whole Adam Cole with the Elite thing makes 100 sort of makes sense. I hope they kind of bring... I've seen some fan theories already that Adam Cole is going to try to take the Elite away from Kenny Omega because of the history there. Um, I've seen... We saw Dean O'Brien say, like, I'm not here to put... (laughs) This was funny. He's like, I'm not here to put anyone over. I'm here to kick the young guys straight in their ass or straight heads down their ass or something like that. I'm like, cool, that's fine. That's also fine because Daniel Bryan's in like the prime of his career and he's going to come in here and have fucking stellar matches with every young talent on the roster. Yeah. Because he's going to be in the... Oh, I don't know. As far as I know, I, as of this weekend now, he doesn't plan on going to New Japan anytime soon because of the whole COVID thing. He wants to stay here until that's all cleared up. So I don't know if he's going to be in the G1. I know he wants to do the G1 like very badly. And if it gets cleared, then he's going to go do the G1, which is going to be amazing. So... For now, funny, he says, like, I'm here. And he's he's AW like, full yeah. gear, pun intended. Like, Brian's talking about he came out of the heel tunnel. Why did people think that he was going to be faced? I think people were so excited. People didn't know what was going on. <laughs> like, I, I think because, like, I did the same thing, right? I was like, oh, fuck. Like, he just swerved the shit out of us, right? But then it's like when you go back and you rewatch, when you're in that moment, Right? Like, you, you don't even, like, think about these things. And that was one thing that I didn't even think about. I was like, oh, shit, he really did come out of the heel tunnel. Like, after, especially, like, rewatching it. Uh, oh, yeah. And- after the fact, I caught it. But, like, right. initial watch, people are like, holy shit, it's Adam Cole. Like, <laughs> pe- like yeah. half people thought, like, oh, shit, they actually, like, you know, he left, like, NXT, like, two weeks ago. And now he's here already. So, like, it, it was insane. That Like, the pop was incredible. Even, like the pop of him joining like there were boos but like people are like okay this is fucking awesome like he's gonna be part of the lead again this we're gonna get create we're gonna get the best bt stuff like today's bt was fantastic like it's just gonna be amazing and then literally like kenny's like does hers goodbye thing and i'm waiting for it and all of a sudden we hear the lord of the valkyries theme and oh yo that's a banger brian daniels in steam is like fire yeah, holy fire. shit yo <laughs> We talk about it's not Ruckus. even done by Ruckus. This is like it's called Born for Greatness. Like someone does it. I went and YouTubed it. You okay? You have to listen to it. Ant Anthony made a uh, game event there in the chat. He made it. Uh, he, he made me rewatch and listen. There's chance we couldn't hear it because the crowd was obviously going ape shit. Yeah. But if you listen to the song on YouTube right now, you, there's chance in the song saying that gonna kick your fucking face in. <laughs> it says that in the song. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. Like, and it's a banger. It's so good. And the one that Ruckus did for Adam Cole is also a banger. Oh, my God. That one was so good. Oh, so good. Ruckus, can we talk about his performance? Bro, that caught me straight oh. off guard. Jesus. I was like, wait a minute. Who is? I was like, oh, my God. They I was let like, him how perform. Easy is this? Good for him. He deserves it. All the hard work that he, he's done, he 100% deserves. I wasn't to, even like, listening to the song. I was just so humbled that he got to perform live. Oh, it was so good. God, man. Like <laughs> and he, he was amped. You see, he was like going into it. He was vibing the whole time and he was going absolutely nuts. Like, like Chicago! Like he was going absolutely crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a lot last night. It was oof. Yeah, that's man. the chant right there, Ant put in the chat there. You're gonna get your fucking head kicked in. That says yeah. that in the song. <laughs> like insane. <laughs> Oh, man. AW has just transcended again. So good, right? Like, oh, my God. I just, I love seeing, like, people were tweeting today, like, I'm going to rewatch this. I'm going to rewatch this. Like, oh, I'm starting the first hour of this again. Like, Yeah, I saw tweets people saying, I'm bought the pay-per-view today. 
people like bought it that missed it yesterday. Like the ah. buys for this pay per view are going to be the best of all time for AEW. And I think it's going to shatter records. I honestly think it's going to shatter records. So, right? Like we go back, right? Let's go back to like when me and Kyle started talking about like do it all a podcast. Like I knew. This is going to be a big thing. I just knew it. And I, and I was like, and I'm so glad. And it's so exciting. Right, Kyle? It's like something finally that makes you so excited that you want to sit and you want to podcast. And you want to talk to the people out there about your joy of yeah. a product, which is so great. They like, officially oh. have this, the most stacked roster on the planet. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, guys. You can hate me all you want for this, but fuck WWE. Their roster sucks now compared to AW's roster. I'm just saying the mix of the young talent that AW has that are so good with the mix of everyone they just brought in. You can't compare this roster to anywhere else and say anywhere else is better. I'm just going to look at it like this. If you enjoy WWE, cool. You know, that's it. Hey, you it's two different enjoy. things. Yeah, better exactly. to be sports entertainment. This is pro wrestling. There's your difference. <laughs> There's your exact difference. They want to be, you know, the Disney on ice. We'll sit here and be pro wrestling. That's it. <laughs> they want to have Bambi skating around the rink over there? That's fine. We're going to be pro wrestling. Yeah, with you. <laughs> you know? You want to have, like, stupid drip, drip jokes over there? That's fine. We're going to have pro wrestling. Drip. <laughs> garbage. Complete garbage. Anyways, um, all out. Insane paper. We're going to talk about it, guys. We're going to go through each match, give our thoughts. You guys give us your thoughts in there. I see all of you in the live chats right now. Thank you guys for tuning in live. If you're here watching live on YouTube, do us a favor, hit that like button, smash it, subscribe if you haven't yet. If you're watching back, hit that like button as well. It helps us in the YouTube algorithm side of things. Really does help us a lot. If you're listening back in the audio versions, thank you everyone who's downloaded, uh, especially the Apple Podcast listeners. You guys are the most important. Please hit us that five-star rating and a comment because that helps us in the chartable side of things when it comes to the podcast charts uh, out there right now. So do us a favor, give us a five-star rating and let us know what you think of the podcast and the network itself. Itself, I can speak English. Um, but yeah. we'll start off with the pre-show. I guess we have to because this is like the match that you they put on there that sells the pay-per-view. It did to me. To me, yeah. everyone got their shots in. Everyone got a, to- a, 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 a like their moment in this match. I didn't get my Uta Bridge. I'm very upset. Can we Except just, the like- Uta Bridge, then. I was in Matt Mikowski's chat last night. He was doing a watch party. He's an MMA wrestler. He's so awesome. We're going to get him on the podcast soon. Um, so he was in there, and I just kept talking about the bridge. And then it was funny because, like, Brad and Margaret were tweeting at me about, I wonder if Tiffany's going to get a perfect bridge. And I was like, I was just talking about this with Matt Mikowski and his chat. So I'm I'm a little upset that I didn't get my bridge. Other than that, it was great, Matt. It was shorter than i thought because it was only nine minutes long but like i think it was too short i think they kind of poorly executed the ending because you saw how much like time at the end that they were like you saw like all the stalling that was going on at the end they're kind of like like the referee's talking like yeah go and like do something like go in the ring and do some taunts i mean cool moments we had the centipede going on i I always (laughs) like i always enjoy the centipede that always happens in wrestling that's pretty funny the chicken fight was hysterical like I don't know, and you had uh, Jungle Boy on top of Luchasaurus. That like, was oh cool. My... Yeah, I call it like the chicken fight. Like That, that was, was cool. cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I'd say maybe the highlight out of that match was probably like Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. They, I think they stood out the most, which yeah. is good. Because I think uh, from what it looks like at the end of the pay-per-view, they're, they're maybe headed for, uh, I don't know, I, I was, I was going to say tag team, maybe like a tag team match with the Young Bucks, but I don't know what's going on now because of what happened. We'll talk about that. Um, anyways, um, I do have our picks. By the way, Tiffany did win by one, and I'm pissed at the match that it came down to. <laughs> I'm so pissed because I was trying to be cocky, and I'm like, you know what? There's going to be an upset here, and QT is going to win. <laughs> that ended up being the match that kind of fucked me over. I picked QT, and Paul White won. <laughs> Wait, or wait, else wait, we would have tied. Tiff, we would have tied if I did not pick QT. Oh, you're dusting off the crown now. Oh, God damn it. Okay, there we go. Don't get He's too like, cocky. You won by one match. Listen, you I've won- been doing really good on Ollie Podcast with my picks, so shut up. One <laughs> match. One match. It literally came down to that match, so it shouldn't be that much of an accomplishment. Everything else we got wrong. Anyways. Um... They open up the show, interestingly enough, with Miro and 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 Kofi Kingston or Kofi Kingston, 
Wow. Eddie Kingston. I literally sorry because I was on I was on Twitter. Get get out. <laughs> get out. <laughs> I was on Twitter right before oh, this, and someone had re- you. someone had retweeted. Listen, someone had retweeted. Uh, Xavier and Kofi they're dressed in like the NWO Wolfpack gear. And I'm like, okay, that's that's pretty cool. Them them in the you know you like wrestling fashion. Them like in that NWO wrestling gear inspired gear that's pretty cool i thought that was cool anyways um so eddie kingston and miro um yeah go away fat pharaoh um to open up the show for the tnt belt i mean i didn't think that was going to open up the show i didn't think so either i thought the battle was going to open up the show to be honest with you i kind of thought they might have been leaning towards cm punk and darby just to like get that out of the way because maybe because in my head i was like okay they don't want the show to get hijacked by CM Punk chance, which it didn't end up being like that. But no. at the time I was like, maybe they open up with that just to get it out of the way. Um, yeah. But they didn't, but any other than that, this match was great. The, the crowd was so hot for this match. Um, My God, Miro's chest. Oh, those chops. Fuck. <laughs> this was good. This was very, very good. And this better continue this feud. That's all I'm going to say okay. is this, Better continue to Queens. Poor Bryce Rensburg. I think this is leaning towards a rematch because of what Bryce because of the end of the match. Because Bryce Rensburg basically screwed Eddie Kingston without meaning yeah. to screw Eddie Kingston. Yeah. So something's gonna happen here with this. They're gonna have a rematch, and I think I'm pretty sure now Eddie Kingston's probably gonna win it in New York. So uh, it has to be. You got to give us something in New York, like now, obviously because of. You know, I really thought we were gonna get Young Bucks and the reaction he got here. I'm like, oh my god! Like when he goes to New York, it's gonna be like ten times this. So welcome home, welcome home, welcome home. Can I just say too, Bryce is the perfect referee because he reacts to the crowd chants all the time. So like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, there's like that was three, and he's looking at the crowd going two, two. That was two, two, <laughs> and like he gets in the way. Of Eddie trying to throw Miro into the exposed turnbuckle. And I'm like, oh my god, this is just too perfect. They perfectly booked this match. That was great. And Miro retains. Obviously, we think it's going towards New York at Arthur Ashe for a TNT rematch. And Eddie wins there would be insane. The pop for that is going to be incredible if he th- if that does happen. We'll see. Um, they didn't follow this with uh, Moxley and Kojima. Um, this was just straight up. Japanese strong style match. Straight up Japanese strong style match. They just beat the fuck out of each other in strikes. From start to finish, it was a strike fest. There were some wrestling moves in between, but this was a strike fest. Both their their, their chests were red too after this. But the big story here is what happened after the match. Because yeah. I'm sitting there going, is it going to be Jay White? Is Tanahashi here instead? And he's just going to have a stare down. Murder. Grandpa. But out yeah. of everyone, I'm like, oh my god, Suzuki! I'm like, you gotta be kidding me! And his th- they had the theme too, and I'm like, oh my, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and he comes out, and I love when the depart the Mox- crowd sings and Mox's face was everything, right? Oh, yeah. Like, like, <laughs> like you know, he was hard. Like- he was fighting. He was fighting not to smile. He was fighting hard not to be like over the moon happy. Yeah, nah, it was so cool. And their little like spat, God. and then Suzuki getting the the hand over Moxley. I'm like, oh! And then now right. this match is happening on Wednesday. Yes. I'm gonna see in him Cincinnati. Live. I can't wait! I can't wait. That's I love gonna that be the main do- event. I love that he's doing his little tour here in the states going yeah. on. I'm gonna see him in a couple of weeks, so hopefully I can go get a picture with him. Um, so that's gonna be really, really exciting. But oh my. God, this was so good, Kyle. That's going to be an event. That's going to be an event Dynamite on Wednesday. I can't wait for that. I cannot wait for that match. That's a dream match right there. That's literally a AEW New Japan Supercard match we're getting on Dynamite TV. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was good. Oof. They just like given it away, man. Like, oof. I think they, I mean, you kind of have to now because we don't know what the world's going to be like. And I don't know what, uh, you got to think like they're eventually they are going to do a Japan AW Supercard. That's got to ha- it's going to happen at some point. They're working together clearly. Like Kojima and then Suzuki appeared in the same damn match and then got over. Like Suzuki, I mean, I know Kojima like lost the match, but they put him like Moxley put him over big time and then you have 
Suzuki coming out and getting the hand over Moxley. You got to think that, the, you know, because the, the relationship is so good there. A super show has to be coming at some point. I'm, I mean, you and me have been talking about this for a while. and We'd love to see it. There would be so many amazing matches. Ugh. Kyle, we have to go together for that if that happens. I am going to book like the week off. You're going to have to pay dollars like $1,000 to like come to the stage. It sucks because, like, guys, I it, it honestly looks at this point like Arthur Ashe not looking good for me because airplane tri- tickets are ridiculous right now. They're honestly, like, arm and a leg. We're going to start a GoFundMe for Kyle. <laughs> Literally, I tried. Tiffany, I, I did the checkout today. I went to check out and seen what the the final price yeah. was. It was close to six hundred dollars Canadian. You're looking on fucking Labor Day too. You're not supposed to look at. It's the same. It hasn't changed. I've been looking for two weeks. It literally's been the same price for two weeks. Every day I check, Tiff. I check every single day. It does not change. Every yeah. day. The pandemic that like screwed everything up because of everything like went up. Everything. And to put it guys in perspective. When I went to see Tiffany a couple years ago in New York, it only cost me $180 there and back. Yeah. <laughs> this now costs me almost five to $600. What's worse is Kylie's literally only like a 45-minute flight to me. That's what makes it yeah. worse. And it would be better. 45 minutes. If I could drive over if the border. drove to me, it'd be like freaking yeah. 11 hours to And me. I cannot drive because they can't let me over the border. The border. <laughs> <laughs> or else I'd be driving to Buffalo and flying from Buffalo to New York, which can which literally cost me $180 currently right now if I went to pay for a ticket. It's not four hours. It's like 11 hours. I've drove up to Niagara Falls before, and it's like 11, 12 hours. Yeah. No. And also I'm drives good. like 300 over the speed limit, so that's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> um, just, I, I, just can't. I actually don't know car. how he drives. I don't we're know how he drives. Car as a cop car yeah. or whatever. Uh, <laughs> Let me over. I got some important COVID U.S. business. I'm from the South. Can't you hear my accent? I'm not from here. I'm from Texas. <laughs> I need to get back to my country. Woohoo! Barbecue. <laughs> They're like, all right, go along, sir. Get get back. Yeah. This is the shit <laughs> God, this podcast is already in the shit. This is the last episode, guys. One fifty-four. We're heading to get here. <laughs> Congratulations! It's our 154th episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, um, let's move on. So they went with uh, Britt Baker with Jimmy Hader and Rebel versus Chris Statler and Orange Cassidy next for the AEW Women's World Championship. Can we talk about the spacesuits that the freaking Yuta and freaking Chuck came out <laughs> in Orange Cassidy. I like the Statlander's look. And she also got the the, the contacts that look pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Britt looked amazing, too. I always love her makeup and her gear. Jamie Hayer looks great, too. Queen of many. (laughs) Jamie Hayer looked great, too. Yeah, she looked good. She looked great. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But the world title match was great. Okay, we got to talk about it. Y'all, when she hit the Panama City Sunrise, I'm like... Like stop it, stop it! Stop like shoving in their face that he's here. Like we know he's here. We saw the promo you cut. Now you're hitting the Panama City Sunrise, which was executed really well, by the way. I was scared to death for that move, but she nailed it. And I thought that was going to win the match, but this was an excellent. This was a very, very good match. Very good match. Both these ladies like put on a show here. I was glued to this match. Yeah, this is women's wrestling. Yeah. Um, and DMD retains good match. Oh my god! They followed this by well, man, this was match of the night. Uh, Steel Cage World Tag Team Championships, Lucha Brothers, uh, Young Bucks. This was match of the night, hands down. Out of all the matches tonight, this was match of the night. And we said we said it before. We saw like the ruckus performance before, and I love the whole new gear. (laughs) your first reaction is when you see Nick. What was your first reaction? Is that what you did? I was like, bro, like, what are you doing? I know what they're doing, but what are you doing? My other reaction was I have to tweet at Denise right now because I just love the Young Bucks gear. And you know that Denise is always up with the gear. So every time, like, something new pops me, I have to tweet at her. Like, I always tweet at her and she always answers back to me. Like, I just love 
the gear so much and like nick is having a midlife crisis nick what are you doing bro i know what you guys i know what both of them are doing matt's trying to look like macho man nick's trying to look like hogan like wait what are you doing guys like what are you doing friend maria that she made the gift for me of matt brushing his hair oh really oh yeah 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 yeah. i did say that oh my god i started dying she goes anytime you have a bad day she goes this is the gift that i'm gonna send you and i was like oh my god i love this i just <laughs> Anyways, this match. Wow. Dated. I, I don't understand like how like you know keeps topping you know every match that they've had. These two teams are just magic together. And like I know I was skeptical of these two teams going in, or at least the Lucha Brothers going into this, because I would have liked to see someone else. But man, did they ever like say no, Kyle? This is why. And they they literally showed up like from the spots they were doing, they use a cage almost every single point, which is good. That's what you do. And this cage, I love the AW Steel cage. It's basically a hell in a cell without a roof. The size of it. And I was like, oh my god, there's the one spot in the match where like he went up, and I'm like, oh no, okay, what are they gonna do up here? And like everyone's just like, you can hear the collective like gasp in the arena, going <gasps> like, don't fall, like please don't fall. And he ends up doing like a crossbody. Like I'm like. I still went nuts for that because he jumped. He not he didn't fall do a crossbody. No, he jumped. <laughs> so he got more air on top of how hot he was. <laughs> Yo, can we like the respect that we have for like these entertainers, what they put their fucking bodies through oh, to give us like this nuts. entertainment? Yeah. Like it's like sky's the limit when it comes to these two. Like you can't like this is something that me and Kyle cannot sit here and take notes about this match at all every time we do like a podcast. This is like sit on edge of the sofa. This is my notes. Just our, just our our pay per view picks. That's my notes for today. <laughs> yeah. So, oh my god, this was good. And can we talk about Brandon Cutler throwing in the bag of the shoes with the thumbtacks oh. on the bottom of it, like and a five thousand dollar shoe? Yeah, that they talked about on BTE that today. They, gl- they glued thumbtacks to. Oh man, they just find ways to get more innovative, and then the Lucha Brothers fucking win. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, how did I not see this? I'm like, how did I not see this? Why this made sense? It made so much sense. Because Pac's not there. Pac had travel issues and they won the titles without Pac. I'm like, how did I not see this? Yeah, but it made it made sense, too, because like this is the never ending feud, right? This is this is the two teams that could forever fight and always like top the last match. And when you think about it, two years ago, they wrestled in the ladder match and the Young Bucks won. No, they did. So Lucha Brothers won that. Did they? Yeah. Lucha Brothers have now beat them twice at all out. God, (laughs) that's why I did that. It had nothing to do with, with their their history. This now makes sense because Pac has quote unquote travel issues because this guy's already back on Friday. He didn't have travel issues. Come on, they, this is storyline. They made them win so that Pac or so now Andrade can be like, "Look, y'all won without needing Pac. Come bring those titles to my brand, and we're gonna, you know, sky's the limit." Oh my God, you're amazing! If they have another match to top the others, give them a 60 minute Iron Man match. Oh a tag my God, team Iron Man match. That'd be something. I'd I'd be down to see and that. Have that been done? Yeah. Has that been done? I don't think so. If anyone knows, someone's well, going to know. Well, my encyclopedia is let me know. Like, we either have Brad in there, who's basically known? Tony Khan. Do you know Brad? <laughs> <laughs> Brad, um, or where's my boy Ryan? Because Ryan's pretty good at this. He's my encyclopedia. Um, incredible match. Incredible. Oh, my God. And the Lucha Brothers were, oh man, he was crying. Penta was crying, and, like, he, he went to hug all his kids at ringside. That kind of sucked because, like, they were rushing because they needed to get to the next match. And, like, they kind of yeah. said, okay, like, like we got to go, guys. Like, bring your family to the back. At least they brought the family to the back and didn't make them go to their seats. It's like, come with them to the back. Just, guys, yeah, we got to get to the back. <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, no, nah, that was really good. I Again, that's another match that you could just watch over and over and over again. Uh, really you know, I really like that format. They, 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 what they copy, like, from New Japan. Like, after the match is done, it's, like, right to the next match. You know what I mean? Like, they... Quickly, if there's a promo, they pull a promo quickly right to the next match. That f- makes a pay flow a lot nicer. It's um, like the cage. It was like quick, up, down, you yeah. know, pretty much. Like oh, yeah, set they it started up. raising it up as soon as the three count. As soon as yeah. you hit three, the cage is going up. <laughs> yeah. No, it's great because if you go to shows and, like, they're building it from scratch, it can take, like, 40 minutes. Yeah. Um, so. so, they had the Battle Royal. This was later in the show, and I'm like, okay, this is cool. This is good. I, I And... 
this oh this had okay so I'm trying to say here so this battle royal over it over delivered in my eyes is what I'm trying to say okay. I expected good things out of this match I think it over delivered I think it was a lot better than I thought like than we were supposed to get they killed it in this match everything flowed nicely I'm still leery of the format. I kind of feel like they should try to maybe adapt the Royal Rumble format where it's like one person every 90 seconds kind of thing. Not like yeah, they keep doing the entrances thing. And it was just like it kind of took away from like they come in. You know, this is what I mean, Tiff. So they make their entrance and like they're trying to have this big spot in the ring, like their first spot. Right. But no one's paying attention because the other entrance is happening. And it's hard to watch the other entrance and cheer for them while the, they're doing their first big spot in the match. Because whenever they come into the ring first, there's always this big spot. To start the battle royal, I kind of think were they trying should... to because like they run in, do their spot, and, and the then camera's like... going like back and forth, and then like okay, like yeah. this is hard. Um, they got to do. I think they should do like they, they adopt be a the rumble different. format. Yeah, yeah. Like they're trying to be a little... like announce, do the car shovel thing. That's fine. Be like announce the next five entrances will be from the diamonds. Like yeah. do the car shuffle thing after every deck has been shuffled out. So. Anyways. Oh, Brad said there's been many tag team Iron Man matches. See, there you go. TK 2.0. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> seriously, if you guys don't know what I mean, Tony Khan literally is like a wrestling encyclopedia as well. You can name a wrestling yeah. match and Tony Khan would tell you the exact pay-per-view, the exact date, and the exact year of that match. And like all the matches on the card. He's insane. Um, and that's why, do you see the reports with Adam Cole? He said that like tony khan's love for pro wrestling is infectious and he feels like he could talk with tony khan about wrestling all day and that's what no, drove him to AEW. he says no, i can sit there and great. talk with tony khan about stuff and he'll listen and they can talk wrestling so well you saw like uh even like johnny gargano put like a, a message out you know to adam cole and stuff like i was seeing a lot of the wwe guys putting stuff out even like uh kevin owens and stuff like i know like you we were talking about that like earlier oh. but i mean Y'all want to see me cry again? Kevin Owens coming over. That make me cry again. Oh my god, that's what I was talking about with Kyle last night. That, and then we were talking about Champa. We were talking about Johnny Gargano. We were talking about like a whole bunch of people that imagine if like they came over. But you know, again, I'll always say this: that I'll always worry because I'm always gonna have that heart for my indies and like the other people. Like, don't forget them. But Kyle made a point yesterday. Like, look, CM Punk just wrestled Darby last night. That was his first match. You know, so they are putting over. The other talent in AEW. Oh man, and uh, we just need more time. We'll talk about that right now, actually. CM Punk and Darby. Um, it's fucking yeah. exploded. Uh, CM Punk wow. does need. I think he still needs like two or three more matches, and then we're gonna get him back into like the the ring shape he used to be in. He did. He looked good. Like he yeah. did look good for not wrestling in seven years. Um, the cardio is probably gonna take a few few matches to get to him, but. I think after a couple of matches, Punk will be in like yeah. ring shape. Like I want to say he he's not. I'm not trying to say he's not in ring shape right now. He'll be in better ring shape. Yeah. Um, yeah. I kind of called that last. Oh night. yeah, we forgot to talk uh, about that. Oh my god, sorry. Back what? to the battle royal. Rewrite. The Joker. We even like finished the battle royal. God damn it! I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry. 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 Again, as for the match itself, it was incredible. I thought Jade was. For some reason, my gut God. was telling me that Jade was going to win. Even Jade though I didn't pick her. Jade, Jade looked um, great. Jade always looks great. Your pick almost won. My pick was eliminated, no. unfortunately. Uh, but Ruby Soho got the biggest pop ever and it well-deserved. Her emotion on her oh, yeah. face when she came out was everything. And the crowd was singing this song. Like, yes, perfect. Another song that people can sing. And Ada, you know AW loves that. They're not going to shun you like WWE saying, you can't sing their songs. Yeah. They they love this shit and the crowd was singing it. Oh, I can't wait. Anytime she makes her entrance now, the crowd's gonna be singing Ruby Soho. It was so perfect. And she won too, which is incredible. I can't believe she actually won the match. And I'm I'll like, give damn. Me, give me a full blown match between Dunder Rosa and Ruby. Give that me that. Yeah. Because like it looks so good and it's like this tease of what we got last night. And I, I oh, yeah. excited to actually see what <laughs> I saw that, Brad. I saw Jade's tweet. Her yeah, talk, she had a little bit of a wardrobe malfunction going on. <laughs> um, but anyways, um, now we're going to get Ruby and Britt Baker, which is going to be an epic match whenever they yeah. decide to do that. Will it, will it be at Arthur Ashe? Or maybe they maybe they kind I, of like string that until full gear. And Ruby hugging. Uh, was it Bryce? Bryce? Yeah, she yeah, turned to Bryce. Bryce. Went, Hi, Bryce. <laughs> and hugged him. 
so cute. It's so cute. Oh, uh, that battle royal was amazing. It was amazing. It was fantastic. And usually, like battle royals, <laughs> it could take like one or two things. Ants. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, Ant, you in the chat? <laughs> I'm dead. He said he's rewatching that now yeah. just for that reason. Well, hey. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, and he's not talking about Ruby Soho, folks. He's talking about Jade Cargill and her quote unquote wardrobe <laughs> malfunctions. Um, but yes, uh, great battle royal. So now we'll revert back to CM Punk, Darby Allen. Yeah. He, okay. Like, so Punk, interestingly enough, was in tights. That threw me right <laughs> off guard. Cut you off. Yeah. And I think that was an homage to Bret Hart because of what they did in the match. They literally pulled a move from Bret Hart and Dynamite Kid, like literally identical and Punk with the same facial reactions as Bret Hart. Yeah. So I think this was a very big homage and a very big nod to Bret Hart. I don't think Punk's going to be in tights. Maybe. We don't know. Um, If he does, sure, whatever. It works. But as for the match itself, Punk looked great. I think he looked good. It was a great match, and it was a great style of Darby being the very fast-paced, quick wrestler and Punk slowing him down methodically and wearing him down and trying to slow down the faster wrestler into ground game. And it was great. Love seeing that. I've I've seen a lot of matches like that, and I was asking Kyle last night because again, like I feel like I wasn't watching WWE when CM Punk was around. So CM Punk to me is completely brand new to me. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was really nice. So I wanted, and you guys can let me know in the chat what you honestly thought because I'm really curious to think because of people who've actually supported him through the years and watched him and everything. I'd love to like, what did you think? Did you felt that he was rusty? Does like what Kyle said? Like, I mean, he looked good. I think it looked good, but like compared to how it was years ago, mm-hmm. that's what I'm really curious what you guys can say about it. So I think there were nerves Kyle, too. Yeah, and Kyle, Kyle and me were joking about the fact that, you know, the fact of the technical wrestling, and I love the technical wrestling, and I'm like, give me him and Yuta. And then Kyle was like, that's a bunch of bridges. I was like, oh my God. I'm like, excuse me, well, I faint right now because like all these perfect bridges. Like, I can't. So what you saw it was CM Punk style. That was his that style of, of punk yeah. with that, the way he wrestles, that's his style. There's a lot more wrestling moves involved, but again, I think this was just, you know, as his first match back, he's going to work out the kinks. We're going to see a lot more of what that WWE punk did. And you got to think too, the nerves must've been more amplified in this type of environment because now he's in a place where he actually loves to be and loves to wrestle. So he's not going into it pissed off saying like, let me just go out there and like half ass the shit. And then leave yeah. and get the hell out of here. He's he's get, he's in his hometown. He's in a he's in a match with a guy he really wants to wrestle and I you know kind of like idolizes and said like this would be my favorite wrestler growing up. The mm-hmm. nerves must have been like he must have nerves have been shot through that match. So that plus you know first match back in seven years, give him like a couple more matches. Punk will be in like he'll be perfect. He'll be fine. Um, but as for the match itself, he put off over Darby huge. I swear to God, when Darby does these spots where I'm like, he's not going to walk by 50, it makes me cringe a little, just a little bit. Um, like when he threw him into the ring post. Oh, I see the the a gif going around with the whole Bret Hart and um, CM okay. Punk. Yeah, see? It was one of the three kids when we yeah. tweeted on my Twitter. That's cool. That 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 right there is really cool. But yeah, Punk ended up getting the win. It was a very great, it was a good match. Very they they played it off too. They did a couple of near falls. I'm like, oh shit, maybe Darby actually is gonna win this match. Like there's the one where like he surprised Punk into like that backslide pin. I'm like, oh my god, they're gonna pull the trigger. Like Darby's gonna pin him. Cause like I didn't know. I don't think a lot of people knew that like they had their assumptions, but like they could have gone either way, to be honest. They literally could have gone either way. No, but like I mean, we had said this. It's like as great, and and it didn't hurt Darby at all. That's one thing that we could definitely talk about because I saw people were like, "Oh, if he's just becoming a jobber." No, like it did not make Darby look bad at all, especially how it ended. Like yeah, it had to end like that with the handshake. Yeah. Like it didn't. He gave a really good match, and I think that says a lot that you know Cody wanted to wrestle Darby first when like AEW with the first pay-per-view you know and it's like now here's CM Punk you know and CM Punk could have wrestled 
anybody, you know, like Christian Cage, you know, Kenny Omega, whatever like that. But he comes in and he said the fact that like, you know, when he came on the mic and he was like, you know, all these kids, I want to work all these kids that, you know, they have all that love for wrestling of what I had. And that's what he kind of needed to come back. And he needed this. So it didn't hurt Darby at all. It made Darby look really, really good. It just says like so much of what they think of Darby. So I think so. I think, I think it was a great match. Like I think Punk's going in the direction of a heel now. And I think yeah. he's going to go after MJF. I think he's, they're going to pull this trigger and they're going to do Punk and MJF. That's going to be your full gear match. That's going to be one of the highlight full gear matches. They're going to do that. It might They might not start the program until after Arthur Ashe. I kind of think they're doing Daniel Bryan and CM Punk against the Young Bucks at Arthur Ashe. I really do think that they're going to do that. Because Punk's been saying in podcasts all week that he wants to team up with Daniel Bryan. Look who's here. <laughs> Sorry, Brian Danielson. Look who's here. It's going to happen. The Bucks don't have titles. It doesn't need to be for titles. There you go. There you go. Um, anyways. Um, and then the, the thing with Sting well, after. Yeah, that was. That wasn't scripted, apparently. Like, Punk had no idea well, that was happening. No, that's that's really That was cool. all Sting, 100%. Meaning, meaning everything he did, going to him and shaking his hand, like, IRL. Like, saying, like props to you man like uh, that's just a cool moment such a cool moment um but anyways move on speaking of mjf he did face chris jericho it was the if jericho lost he would there was two it was misconceptions there is either he retired or didn't wrestle in AEW ever again uh had people saying that he could go to impact and like jericho's not going to impact ever no um unless he's doing commentary over there that'd be the only way he'd be going to impact but yes mm-hmm. um this match i thought it was great um, Jericho ended up winning, which I gotta be honest with you, I was a little off on this match for a little bit. Like I was like, okay, we just saw this, you know. But then it got interesting. I felt like mm-hmm. once like it like picked up, right? I mean, I don't know if anybody else felt like that. I mean, I'm not saying it was a bad match. I just felt like something was off for me in the beginning, and then I was like, now it's getting interesting, yeah. <laughs> you know. So like, then yeah, Warlow come out. So for me, I was watching. I'm like. To me, I was studying Chris Jericho the whole time because I wanted to know him like, hey, if this could be his last match or if this could not be his last match. If it's not his last match, I want to study and see what he's got in a tank. So he ends up winning, so this is not his last match. So I'm sitting there going, okay, like what the else does Jericho actually have to do here? And if he's not going to be leading the inner circle and just being the leader of the inner circle, he really doesn't need to do much here in AEW. Yeah, no. Like he really, he, unless he's going to put over some, like a young talent really over and have like a program with one of them, he really doesn't need to be here. Like he I got think- AW off the ground and running. He got him off their feet. He was a great world champion. He, he put over the inner circle huge, got that over. You know, he did everything with MJF. Okay. You've done what you needed to do, right? You're, you're a legend. You're outright. I'm fine. You're still here, but you know what I mean? Like he, if he had, if he did end up losing this match, I would have been upset. He has accomplished so much. In his entire career, that if he lost, I would have been okay with it. But if he got, you know, he got his win, and it's like it'd be okay if he even just appears for his little tour and everything like that too. How cool is that with that entrance with Fozzie, like oh. you know, guitars playing? Okay, you know, Judas. Two yeah, things. Judas, Two Judas things. yeah. One MJF's entrance is a lot better because he trolled the hell out of everyone because oh everyone thought he was doing the, yeah, the '99 comeback thing. Two. The feedback in that guitar was horrible. I don't know what was happening there. It was cool to see a Fozzie guitar, but the feedback was terrible in my ears, and the crowd was so offbeat. They were like, it was going into like the chorus, and they were still singing like the beginning of the song. I'm like, no, 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 guys, you're missing it. Swing and a miss. <laughs> um. Anyways, uh, the entrances were cool still, but the whole thing was awesome. The false finish. Mm-hmm. That. Was awesome. I, I love a Jericho took the side that said, "Hey buddies." <laughs> yeah, hey, the "Hey buddies" sign. Yeah, I love that Jericho is so like playful in the crowd of yeah. everything. Even the fact of like grabbing cameras, like I just I love Jericho. Like I can't. <laughs> that entrance, that 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 uh, the "Hey buddy" sign was in the crowd when Moxie yeah. made his entrance. He walked by that sign because I remembered it. I was like, "Oh, the "Hey buddy" yeah. sign." It made it to the front. <laughs> um. Anyways. Great. Um. Then we had the cool match. Like, we don't really... Literally, we can spend... Okay, this match was three minutes long. We can spend 30 seconds talking about this match. So, Paul White came out. Cool. 
He came out, got a good pop. QT Marsh came out, cool. He came out, Paul White came out, cool. He beat up everybody, cool. He gonna punch QT and Marshall in the face, cool. He won the match, cool. Let's move on. Let's. That's all we're gonna talk about. We don't need to. You picked. I pick QT. You pick Paul White. I was wrong. You won that pick. You won the picks because of that match. Great. Now let's move on. We don't need to spend any more time in that match. That's it. It was exactly that. It just it that's as long as it went was perfect. Yeah. Like that's that's all. That's all. Matt he goes, what do you, he was saying like before the show started, he was like, okay, what do you think about this match? He goes, what is, he goes, run it down for me. He goes, <laughs> go no, in the chat. Tiffany, Tiffany, we don't need to talk about this match anymore. No. I was just going to say that I said Tiffany, we don't need to talk about this match anymore. Oh, the bathroom. Yes. We can talk about that. That would be a lot more interesting. <laughs> what color were the lights in your bathroom? Did you have a nice wallpaper? Did you have like that like granite floor kind of floor? Do you have like like matching cabinets? What's your shower curtain like? Is it like a shower curtain? Do you got one of those like sliding door thingamajigs? What kind of shampoo do you use? Do you use like are you are you are you a L'Oreal girl? You're a L'Oreal girl, aren't you? You're like, yeah, yeah, you're a L'Oreal girl. I knew I got you. <laughs> Tiffany's a L'Oreal girl, if anyone wants to know. And the Twitter creepers are like, oh L'Oreal. <laughs> anyways. Anyways. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm dead. Main event, because that's more important. Kenny Omega with Don Callis defeating Christian Cage for the <laughs> AW World Title. Great match. Yeah, it awesome. really good. insane match. Oh my god! Um, Can we think about Kenny jumping on the freaking table that was like upside down? Yo, like, what fuck? the hell? <laughs> like I can't. It like toy like. Got like a hole in Christian's like rib. <laughs> what the hell? I was like, damn, Kenny. And he does the whole Steve Urkel. Did I do that? <laughs> oh, but yo, but Kenny's gear. Fire. Oh fire. Yeah. Uh, I like I like the pay-per-views. Like they go a little extra with their gear. This is like Kenny's like newest Anybody. gear in a long time. When's the last time you had new gear? Yeah, it's been the a while. Last time. Yeah. Um, this is a good match. Like the, the how they ended it with a freaking, uh, are you kidding me? Uh, an avalanche one winged angel? Are you fucking kidding me? Christian at his age agreed to take a one winged angel off the top rope. Like what? What world are we? Like Christian, you're not in 2003 here, buddy. <laughs> you agreed to take a one winged angel off the top rope. I seen that. I'm like, oh my god, that's the biggest body bag ending of a match I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh, man. Uh, but then look what happened after. Like the big, like the, what, what a way to end a pay per view. We knew, we seen what some of the pay per views that AW done. The kind of, kind of a miss ending. This yeah. ending of the pay per view was the fucking insane ending because yeah. everyone knows. You you could tell throughout the match, people were tired because it was a long pay per view. But also, I think people were like, okay, we know what's happening now. Everyone knows Daniel Bri- or Brian Danielson is going to be here. So they're just kind of waiting. They're kind of like saving the pop for when he does appear. He gets on the mic after there's a beatdown with the elite. They all come out. Um, Kenny like starts talking about like, you know, he's untouched in any company anywhere. No one can beat him. No one from another company. He's like, the only way someone's going to beat me is if they're not here. Um, they're retired or if they're dead. As soon as he dropped that deadline, Tiff, I knew exactly what was going to happen. Perfect setup for Adam. Perfect. Like literally, if you guys don't know and you have, if you like, a lot of people didn't know because they didn't know the BTE story with everything. And I'm like, as soon as he dropped the deadline, I'm like, it's Adam Cole. And sure enough, the lights go out. Then his song hits, and I'm like, oh my god, they pulled the trigger. They freaking got Adam Cole here this quick. He comes out, and I'm like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? The loudest Adam Cole Bebe chant I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah. Um, and I've been to a couple NXT TakeOver shows where I thought they were loud. No, no, no. no. This one's the loudest one I've ever heard in my entire life. Um, and then he turns, and I'm like, oh, shit. Here we go. The Elite. And I'm like, uh, I was kind of weird at first, too. I'm like, oh, but, like, the last time Kenny was with them, or, sorry, the last time Adam was with them, Kenny kicked them out of the Bullet Club. Yeah. So I'm like, that's got to play a factor at some point. Um, but anyways, then like Adam Cole gets on the mic. He's, oh, he, he like literally the first two things he does, is he disses the undisputed era and then disses Vince McMahon right after. I'm like, 
That's weird because apparently, and he said it in the post press conference that the talk with Vince was went fine, and it went great. And I'm like, okay, but you just dropped the. There's no chance in hell that and no one's better than this faction. And then like Kenny does the whole like goodbye and one, and then the Valkyrie song plays, and I'm like, the place just lost it. They lost their shit, and then out comes Brian Danielson. The goodbye moi. And then bam. Like how fucking cool is that? That was perfect. You know, like I popped. I like I popped for everything last night. You know, wherever you are, you jumped up out of your seat, you were at the edge, you were screaming. It was one of those moments for everybody, I feel like. Brian Danielson now is with a company where we're gonna see the best pro we're gonna see everything out of Daniel Bryan now. We're not getting anything held back. We are going to get one of the best pro wrestlers on the planet, guys, in matches where they're like, where Tony will be like, hey, whatever you want to do, go out there and do it. Don't be like, none of this, like, oh, no, you got to held back. We got to put this man over next week. <laughs> no, not happening here. Not happening here. We're the American Dragon return. The shirt, the American Dragon popped me the hell out. I'm like, oh my god, we're getting the American Dragon back. Let's fucking go already. He's again. Website. I don't know. I think it's still up, but unfortunately, Adam Cole shirt. Because I'm Canadian, said. everything just sucks for me. I tried putting the Adam Cole shirt and the Daniel Bryan, or sorry, Brian Danielson shirt. That's gonna take me a while. Brian Daniel shirt into the the cart tiff. Mm-hmm. Converted with tax and shipping for both shirts. The total was $90.32 for two shirts. That's it. Y'all wonder why I hate. That's like, I don't hate living up here. I'm just saying that's like, this is what sucks being a wrestling fan up here. You overpay for shit. It's like better off sending it to me and, you know, drive up to the falls and throw it over the border, (laughs) whip it across Niagara Falls. Hey, I'll frisbee it to you. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Did you see on BTE? Like, I was looking for that. I was looking for, you know, I love the raw reactions. And that you see Adam Cole, like, waiting in the tunnel. Oh, man. And Brian D- Danielson, like, whatever. Same thing. Yeah. You see, like, Britt Baker and Mrs. Mad. And it's, like, the, the even, like, Matt and Nick, like, hugging Adam. Like, we miss you. hear you. them? They're like, oh, they're like, it's so good to be back. Like, and I'm like. Oh, I love everything about this. I love everything about this. And there's that little thing after the press conference. They tape, It was taped by uh, Busted Open Radio. They did this, like, little thing where, like, Brian Danielson and Adam Cole, like, cross paths. And, like, Leva Bates had to, like, separate them. And I'm like, no. Are we getting Adam Cole and Brian Danielson the first feud in a match? Yeah, that If that's a dynamite match, like... I tweeted this out last night. I'm like, I don't have enough line paper right now to write down the fantasy matches with everyone that just signed with everyone on the current AW roster. I do not have enough line paper. <laughs> yeah. Insane. What a way to end the pay-per-view. Do you see yeah. what he said after? Like, do you see that promo video of Dan O'Brien talking to the crowd after? What did he say? I saw like a little clip, but like. He, I mean, he he said he dropped the line, which was hilarious. He's like, "I know this is gonna get booze, but like, I loved where I used to work at." And the whole crowd's like, "Boo!" Oh God! <laughs> and uh, the last line he says that popped the crowd. He's like, "He's like, but I'm here, so aw." And he swore. It, it, Brian Nelson's like, "Let's fucking go!" And the whole crowd lost their shit. <laughs> I've never heard Brian Danielson ever swear. Once in my life, that was the first time I ever heard him swear. Wow. I, I never thought someone swearing would pop me, but that popped me. <laughs> that Big popski for for Brian Danielson there. Big popski. But I also like the seance that they did on the BET. <laughs> the BETE show. Sorry. The like my phone is the starting bet. to go the again. Like Last night on Bet. <laughs> so fighting this quaff. Sorry. Um, being every, yeah. <laughs> how would that be sound? BET, that would be being elite, the elite, or being yeah, or like them bringing him back from the dead. <laughs> oh my god, the seance, yeah, the seance thing. He appears, <laughs> why do I taste like, mon- why do I taste monster? Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, it it's was such a great weekend, for- insane show, literally oh. insane show. 
Jeez, I'm excited. I'm ready for Wednesday. I'm yeah. ready, ready for Friday. Just waiting for the rest of the year with this company, man. Everything yeah. like with the rumors of yeah. so Tunda coming in. Like, I think, I think, I. It's either they've split the Dark Order up for Bray Wyatt, aka Rotunda, whatever he's going to be named, to come in and be some sort of leader for half the the Dark Order, or he's going to be brought in to bring them back together. Because if we saw on the uh, was it the darker elevation before All Out? There's yeah. that separation between Stu Grayson, Dark, uh, Stu Grayson, Evil Uno, and it was a five and John Silver and all them. So there's that big separation right now between the Dark Order. It, Dark Order is not fine. Um, right. So something needs to either bring them to back together, whether it's Hangman, because I think Hangman is going to come back soon, or are they setting up for uh, Bray Wyatt to come in and be this like dark monster leader and the dark order is going to take a very dark twist and become like a dark order. You know what I mean? Like mm. right now they're a dark order, but they're like, they're the funny dark order. Like the, the ha ha. Yeah. I love them. Kind of dark. order. they're not dark. They're not getting people to join their cult or anything anymore. So, um, <laughs> they could go a bunch of different directions. So we'll find, we'll find out. Yeah. The dark order is fine. They're fine. <laughs> yeah. Anywho, Rehu. That's about yeah. it for the pod. It's a great review. Yep. Great show. We got that really – we got that in an hour? There's no way. Insane. I'm surprised. I thought we were yeah. going to go longer. We talked no, about what we really need to talk about, really, right? What else yeah. do we need to talk about? We kind of fit everything in. We talked about everything. The press conference after was great. If you guys didn't watch it, there's videos of it. Um, mm-hmm. CM Punk talked a lot. The line CM Punk – CM Punk – someone asked him, like, what his reaction was to Adam Cole and Daniel Bryan. He's like – He's like, sorry to be up front, but I had a boner. <laughs> That's what he like. CM Punk <laughs> dropped that line. He's like, I had a boner. <laughs> I can't. Dead. Uh, and do you see? There's the clip. Someone zoomed in on the tunnel. When Brian Danielson walked back into the tunnel after the show was over, CM Punk was waiting in the tunnel for him. Oh. And they had a they had a big hug. And I'm like, because CM Punk said it. He's like, if there's one person that's going to bring him back to wrestling, it's Dan- it's Brian Danielson. What yeah. do you know? They're both in the same company. <laughs> So exciting, though. Oh, the possibilities, guys. We're about to enter an exciting, exciting period and era of AEW. It's They've just transcended into a whole new atmosphere. It's going to be insane, guys. Strap yourselves in. Pun intended here. We're going into we're, – we're, 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 we're gearing into full gear now. Full gear is around the corner. Saturday, November 13th. We're back on Saturdays. Thank God. I cannot wait. <laughs> Place to be determined, by the way. They're not going to be in St. Louis anymore. Apparently, they've moved, and the rumor is they're going to Minneapolis, Minnesota, for whatever reason. Um, but yes. Brian wants us to talk more QT Marshall. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, QT. No, we're not talking about that. No. God, that shouldn't have been on the show. I'm sorry. But, like, I like I, I get it. Paul White wants to get in there and do his give thing. Him his cool. little, give him his little um, Give him his moment. Anywho. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're in a new era of wrestling. Literally, guys, it's it's just going to get up from here. I cannot wait for the future of this company. But anyways, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. Again, if you guys are watching on YouTube, hit the like button. If you're watching back on YouTube, hit that like button. Hit the subscribe if you haven't done so already. Thank you to our, everyone who are in the live chats right now, whether on YouTube, Twitch, Periscope, Facebook. We are on everywhere every time we do this live podcast. Make sure you're following us on Twitter at twitter.com slash Pod. So it's all Elite Pod. You can get all the updates for this podcast on there. Follow the network as well, the No Holds Bar Network at NHB Network on Twitter as well. Um, guys, Tiffany does a lot of cool stuff when it's indie related. She does a lot of cool shows on there, whether it's indie talks or under the ropes. She interviews a lot of indie stars and under the ropes. She does a lot of cool vlog footage on indie talks. So you guys are gonna want to check that out if you guys are into that indie content. If you're not, hey, check it out. You never know, you might love it. Um, and then there's here the All Eat Podcast. Kimmy Talks Wrestling, who's part of the network, is going to be coming back soon. She's getting situated. She's going to start doing a lot of uh, little WWE reviews for you guys if you guys are into WWE. Again, there's nothing wrong with that, but she's going to be doing that content for us. She's also going to be talking A-Dub on her own as well. And we got just a lot of cool stuff in the network, guys. So thank you guys all for your support, your continued support of me and Tiff. It's your continued support that keeps us going here on podcasting. But... Uh, that's going to wrap it up for me, Tiff. I got no more closing remarks. I am finito and just pooped out from the weekend. Definitely need a nap. I need a vacation, damn it. Yeah, I need one, too. Can... Like, I agreed. <laughs> Some people were tw- like tweeted this on Twitter, and I even tweeted. I don't do it, but like I was like, I need a cigarette after this fucking pay-per-view, man. Like, I was just, I need to relax. God. Anyways, but that's a good thing. 
That's a great thing. Wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Guys, pro wrestling is back. So, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning in today. My name is Kyle Masters. I'm your host. I'm your Canadian prince. I am your self-proclaimed greatest host of the podcast. And I'm always joined by my co-host, Tiffany, the lady of many nicknames, but she's also referred to as the EVP Giggles, the Heartbreak Chick, the Lady of the Light Tubes, and the Queen of the Indies. Her name is Tiffany. That's Fat Pharaoh, our mascot in the camera there as well, if you're watching the YouTube side of things. And we will see you guys next time, as we do always. Mr. Kenny Omega, you know you had a rough night, but please send us off once again to end the show. Goodbye and good night back.